Ladies and welcome to episode 412 on Drunk Treasure Podcast. I'm your host, I am all thrown off right now. I'm your host, as always, I'm Tyler, and join me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Man, I'm feeling fucking great. <laughs> That's pretty much the long story and short story of it all. Work was, work was fine. It was pretty busy. I delved into a bit of console resurrection, as it is. And the story mm-hmm. behind that, just a short one. Donor came in, dropped out an Xbox 360 and a controller with some games. I took a look at it, tested it out. It worked, but it sounded like a jet engine. So as part of a side project, I took apart the Xbox 360 and the controller, cleaned it out, reassembled it, and it worked like freaking new. <laughs> nice. Very cool. That is, man, it's just one of those little side projects where it's like, they tell us to clean the prod, like the products and stuff like that before selling them or whatsoever. I figured, you know what? Someone's going to get good solid 30 bucks out of the darn thing. But uh, other than taking the part consoles, I've just been doing fine. Playing a little bit of games, the old rigmarole. But how have you been doing, Tyler? Doing okay. You know, uh, it's a long week of work. Uh, uh, just craziness, busy. Um, but uh, a long day yesterday at the other job. But... Uh, Got a three-day weekend this weekend, so that's nice. Got Monday and Tuesday, Sunday night uh, right now, and we, I got Monday and Tuesday off, so that's pretty cool. Nice. And then uh, I'm hanging out with uh, Sir uh, Juzzy, Justin, uh, tomorrow. We're going to play some Frisbee golf, have some beers, and have a good time with that. We're going to try to play Frisbee golf. You never know. It's, it's been it's getting, it's been good. It was ni- really nice out all week, and then I'm like, oh, sweet, three-day weekend. It's been beautiful out. And then, ah, no, it's going to be windy as fuck, no snow or no sun, and 35 degrees. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Same here, man. Um, Windy, windstorms, yeah. rain. Mm. Yeah, it, but yeah, it, it, but it's been beautiful all week. I mean, beautiful because it was negative twenty last week, pretty much all week, and then it was like, all, oh, it's fucking forty nine, fifty two degrees outside. This is great. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. If anything, we'll just sit on the park bench like we usually do and drink beers and bullshit. Maybe we'll do. Then we'll throw like a frisbee just because like we've been here for six hours. We'll probably do throw a frisbee. <laughs> To say we did. <laughs> it's usually what happens, honestly. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yep, I'm here. Uh, but uh, if you guys uh, are watching us, listening to us, um, or if you're listening to us like you have, we have been for the last seven plus years, uh, with the last month or so, uh, we have been streaming this uh, live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash podcast. Uh, give us a big follow there. Um, also, I always put the uh, Twitch stream afterwards, meet up afterwards on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash drunk nerds, I believe is what that would be. Or just look up drunk nerds and you'll find us on there. Uh, and you can watch, you can actually watch us on there or uh, usually the next day the audio version will come out if you just want to do it that way. But uh, yeah, do that. Check us out in all those places, Twitter, Facebook, all those fun, fun places. But we really appreciate it. If you go out, uh, give us a big thumbs up, share us on all those. That's what helps us more than anything. With, with those algorithms, give us a chance to get out there. I've been doing like some stupid Photoshop shit just to give us some, like a th- actual thumb, thumbnail <laughs> the last few few weeks. And I literally, I'm just using like the Photoshop app that's like that on our Apple phones. And I, don't, I think it's free. And there's very little st- stuff I'm, I'm putting like very little time into. I'm usually making them on the toilet. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just a fun, dumb thing that uh, um, I'm doing. Uh, I don't know. I bet it's like, I'm not trying to like, I don't know how to do that shit and literally just make, it's usually our face and then the background of something we talked about in the show. So 
Last week was me staring up a Haven. The week before that, I think, was Gables with uh, the bad guy from Skyward Sword with his tongue sticking out right in Gables' face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a little bit more provocative than I wanted it to be. I wake up one morning, I check out my subscription things, and all of a sudden I see my face plastered next to Gearham. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> it's funny. The fun part is I never tell Gables what I'm doing. I just do it. This so is it's just, yeah, <laughs> I don't ask for permission. It's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission, you know. Uh, <laughs> the, yeah, so uh, tell her twenty twenty one. It's better to ask for forgiveness than to actually ask. <laughs> yeah, better. Yeah, better ask for, for for forgiveness than permission. That's just the way to do it. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's um, what I'm trying to do every week. I'll, I'll usually it's it's always gonna be something dumb and stupid. It's usually gonna be one of our faces. It's some stupid doing something stupid. Uh, so yeah. Um, but uh, Gables, I gotta ask, mm. did you watch the uh, Pokemon concert yesterday? No, I did oh, not boy. watch anything with Post Malone, dude. I just it's, stuck with the direct. It's very weird. It's very weird because um, it's like I I actually like Post Malone, and it's like I like his hits. Like I I, I when it goes on the radio, I don't turn it off. Okay. And every now and again, when I'm I'm listening, I'm streaming music, I put on a little Post Malone. You know, I'm not I'm I'm not afraid to say it. I I dig his stuff. Um, but it's so weird because it's like, I mean, he's they have like they're not like his songs aren't like horribly like, you know, like there's not like a bunch of cuss words or it's not really like there's not a lot of you know sexual stuff that's very like very in your face like you hear on some you know rap so songs not or whatever. Adult themes is what you're getting at. Yeah, I mean they're adult themes, but it's not like you know like you could play on the radio. It's not or, you know there's not some whatever they're not dropping you know pussy and uh killing people and all that you know not like you, it's 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 not yeezus like the kanye west album where literally none of the songs were able to play on the on the, on the radio um but anyways uh i don't know why i'm talking like a, like a mom that's like oh, they, they cost something but anyways um but it's just so weird because like he like plays his hits on this it's like a animated post malone almost like in the anime uh-huh. uh like just doing a concert and he's like floating around with other Pokemon and all that. Uh, Pikachu's there. Charizard's there. There's a bunch of, there's a bunch of them there. And like they, it's like so heavily edited, like the songs he's, he does. And like, he's singing like, like, okay, there, that, that was the F word there. Okay. There's, there's ass. Okay. Shit. Okay. And it's like, he's like, he has one song where it's like, um, I can't remember how it goes, but it's like, you th- I thought it was love, but it was just a sex though. And it's like, it's a good song. I can't remember the name of the song, but it's like, they like it's so funny because like i heard i was I was watching it uh earlier today and i'm like to hear someone say sex in pokemon uh it's just totally throw my my whole world into a whirlwind <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like i don't know how i feel about this <laughs> just imagine a kid just watching the freaking viral video and all of a sudden you just have post malone like with pokemon dancing and shit like just talking about sex yeah, it's so and like one song's about you know like not the song is about it, but it's like there's a lyric in the song about getting out of the friend zone and stuff like that. And it's like like it's it's like his songs are like they're poppy, you know whatever they're they're made to be on the radio, but like yeah, they're they're it's just like it's so like weird. And he does the uh, I actually gotta admit, kind of slaps. He he did the hooting the blowfish cover. No. I only want to be with you, um, but no. he should have he should have said I only want to peek at you. That he he royally. Miss an opportunity there. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, right? You got a, one chance. 
with his yeah. 30, with his 25th anniversary, man. You might as well just use Pokemon theme everything for your songs. Yeah, it's like somebody like I saw a comment on the YouTube thing. It's like, uh, it's like expectations Pokemon rap reality. It was it was all it was just a sex though. <laughs> oh, I fucking lost it when I read that one. I'm like, he's not wrong. <laughs> you win the internet today. You win the internet today, sir. It's like because that's what people like. That's what people were mentioning. Like, oh, it'd be awesome if he did the Pokemon rap. I'm like, he's not gonna do the fucking Pokemon. It'd be awesome if he did it. But it's like he doesn't fucking. I, I, he doesn't know the goddamn. He, I highly doubt he knows Pokemon. And then they announced they're doing like a Pokemon. There's gonna be a Pokemon soundtrack coming out later uh, this fall. Like Katy Perry's involved. Um, uh, Post Malone's involved. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna be like just like the Hootie and the Blowfish cover or whatever. It's a, it's a very weird cover to pick. I don't know if he just he already did the cover. Um, like the cover came out. That that song came out with the Pokemon um, concert and stuff. But I don't know if he already like was doing the cover and he's like oh we'll just debut a pokemon fuck it it'll give us more coverage so i wonder if that's i bet that's what it was and i'm just wondering like is it gonna be pokemon theme related or are they just gonna get people and they're gonna release their pokemon or are they gonna release their covers with alongside pokemon i don't know i don't it's very weird um i don't know how i feel about it but it's it's a, it's a weird thing but gables i want to keep talking about pokemon and i want to talk about we had a pokemon was it a present it wasn't a direct it was like a presentation it was a presentation Yes. It didn't specifically uh, say direct, but it was pretty much a direct. Yeah. So it was about 20 minutes long. Started off the really cool, uh, like, um, not a, I don't want to say monologue, but that's not what I wanted. It that's was like a retrospective it. more so. Yeah. But it, it covered, like, every, everybody's like, oh, you, it covered everything. It, like, covered the, it covered the anime, all these weird games. Did not cover the Pokemon uh, game, the best Pokemon game on the Game Boy, Pokemon Train Card game. That's actually true, and it did Gloss not right over. cover. I noticed that immediately. I'm like, oh fuck yeah, they're gonna acknowledge that that game is so good. I they beat it on 3DS. The trading card and stuff, but not the trading card game that they mm-hmm. had before Gen Two. It yeah, like, it's very weird. Yeah, yeah. Very weird. But yeah, they kept, it was really cool how they went over it. Um, it was like a, like about it was like 20 minutes. The whole presentation was then got some gameplay of a uh, new Pokemon Snap coming out. We already has a date, April 30th, but. Show sure, you can do some, like some editing. You can actually like editing uh, has like some different tools you can do with, with with those. You can actually upload them on to like their like I don't know, assuming there's gonna be there's actually gonna be some online use with it, and people you can like put it up on the Pokemon not the website but basically in the Pokemon new Pokemon Snap game you can go on look at people's uh, other people's uh, pictures and you can like them essentially like that. Um, and then it showed different like things like there's like stuff you can use to make Pokemon glow like and then like um like the fire will turn blue and stuff like that and you can do uh different things change the effects of, of the pokemon then we got um you actually gable sometimes you're pie in the sky kind of guy you, like you you go for the you go for the fences every time you're at bat you don't you don't like Pretty i'm much. not fucking bunt i'm not bunting i don't want that goddamn double i'm going for the home run and sometimes you know reckless <laughs> you're gonna, sometimes it's a fly ball you know sometimes it's a sacrifice fly you know um, I don't know why I went to, went to baseball terms here, but it's it the first thing popped in my head. It's a grand slam. Yeah, and you hit a goddamn grand slam when you said there was going to be a. You, you thought we were going to get that Gen Four uh, Shino re, uh, remake, and we got it. We got Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. I'm not a big fan of the name. The name. It's, it's better than the Omega Ruby Sapphire thing, but it's uh, I don't love it. It's but fine. Uh, and it's okay. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's not the worst thing ever. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's, it is what it is. Uh, so, anyways, um, it's the the. DS remakes from 2006, uh, and this one is not made by po- this is not made by Game Freak, uh, no. who normally makes Pokemon games. Uh, it is made by uh, I- Isia, I believe is how it is. 
Um, they are the ones that developed Pokemon Home, and they actually. Oh, I didn't, yeah. I'm just reading this right now for the first time. Uh, they actually um, helped support. Uh, they helped help make uh, Nier Automata and Yakuza uh, Yakuza Zero. That um, oh, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. Oh, okay. I didn't. I'm just reading that right now. I don't. Who knows how much they have to do with it? But uh, however, the original uh, Diamond and Pearl director, oh, fucking Christ, uh, Unique, yeah, um, that. Thank you. Uh, we'll be directing <laughs> these games alongside. Um, I see that. I don't know how you say it. Um, so that was revealed, but it's not like a full like when there was that rumor going on. Like there's been talks like is it gonna be the Let's Go Gold and Silver or is it gonna be uh, the Gen Four remakes? And then, like I think a lot of people were expecting to be more in the vein of like what we saw from Let's Go uh, Pikachu and Eevee a couple years ago, and then we had from or from two years ago we had Sword and Shield. I think people were. Right. We're expecting to be more in the engine. It looks more like to me like the 3DS remakes we had, like when Pokemon X and Y and like uh, a Ruby and Sapphire remakes came out. Like it looks more like that on the Switch. Like it definitely, it's better looking, but it has that same style as um, it's it's closer, I think, to an HD remake or a remaster than a full blown remake. It's like right. this is what I, what I saw. But what uh, you know, you're obviously the Pokemon guy here. What was your thoughts when you saw these? Well, let's see. When I initially saw these, I got very excited because Diamond and Pearl remakes, I've wanted like remakes of Diamond and Pearl for a long while now. They've been in the rumor mills, obviously, for the past couple of years. Even heading in, I did know little bits of tidbits here and there in terms of like obviously rumor stuff from uh, potential things that there could be some Let's Go elements inside there, whether there could be some like other types of changes and stuff but from looking at the art style of it it's definitely sort of like a shibi sort of uh, cross between the traditionalist diamond and pearl so it sources the original game fairly well it's definitely kept the tone in the terms of like how the original releases were back around 2007 so you have that sort of isometric sort of view kind of like what the classic pokemon games had but in terms of that you have sort of like an hd kind of refresh with I like a high definition character art. Things are a little bit more fleshed out in terms of certain character designs. Sure, they're a little bit like they're a little smaller in nature when it comes to the overworld. There's been a little bit of a mishmash between whether people like it or not. But at the same time, I look at it as like it's faithful to its original source material, the original Diamond and Pearl releases. The look of it, I honestly am okay with. I personally don't have anything like against the artwork in and of itself. From the looks of the initial characters from in battle and stuff, looks fine. And I was left actually, I was left fairly impressed with it. That made me very excited. But let me tell you something. It's like the announcement after that took me completely by surprise because up until that point, even with the rumors, we've heard diamond and pearl remakes for at least the past year or two but there was never a mention of like a completely new pokemon game that was going to be you know mentioned or anything of that sort so when after the diamond the brilliant diamond and like shining pearl announcement the next announcement after that was uh, something else entirely, in my honest opinion. Because yeah. we got the reveal of Pokemon Legends Arceus, which yep. it's essentially, from what it looks like, a Breath of the Wild overworld theme 
with Pokemon. So the whole setting of it is like it's in the Sinnoh region, and this is like ancient times inside the Sinnoh region. So your main objective is to fill out the first Pokedex for that region. And so you take your character, either a boy or a girl, based upon the you know the ancestors of like the protagonist from Diamond and Pearl. You go out in the field, and from what it looks like, you can seamlessly not only terrain around the field, you can do like little dodge rolls and stuff, but you can actually throw Pokeballs like in real time without having to go to separate menus or do any type of turn-based sort of things or yep. do random battle like how it was traditionally. They advertise it as like a new era sort of thing of Pokemon, so it's less of a turn-based RPG mechanics frenzy and more so of an action RPG with a lot of exploration elements of it. From what I've heard little bits of, there are certain transitions, like say when you face Pokemon inside of the game in and of itself, it actually is a seamless thing where if you throw, if you like have your Pokemon out and stuff, you're battling another Pokemon and stuff, it's basically all in the same type of frame. It's no like flash and then you have like a different animation and this and that. But, uh, I was fairly excited when this trailer was announced because it was something completely new, completely different that Honestly, very much was a fun surprise. It was a fun surprise because yeah. no one saw this coming. And then we learned that it's like, it wasn't, you know, the Diamond and Pearl remakes weren't even, like, being made by Game Freak. It was the the company, you know, the Ilka company yeah. from... I, I see uh, Ilsia. Ilsia or some of that sort. I think Ilsia. But Game Freak was the ones that were actually working on the Pokemon Legends Arceus. But in terms of the graphical stuff, there were parts of it look fine. There are other parts of it that look kind of like uh, kind of chucking at certain frame rate issues. So it's definitely an early in development game. The biggest surprise in that regard is like when you have Brilliant mm -hmm. Diamond and like uh, Shining Pearl at the end of this year. Early next year is supposed to be the release of Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yeah, I feel that this game definitely, possibly. No, I think it's definitely going to get delayed, possibly until like the end yeah. of the uh, the year of twenty twenty two. Because yeah. by the looks of it, you know, it definitely has a lot of promise. Definitely has a lot of fun things, but the focus on this type of game, especially if it's like an open world sort of elements and stuff, I want this game to look good. I want it to play good, and the potential of going out of the town, doing like various story missions, right? But Briefly exploring and capturing Pokemon at your leisure and doing that, that sounds very fucking appealing to me. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, go ahead, Tyler. Oh, sorry. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. I, it's, it's very weird. Cause that like that Arceus, right? Yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> when I was watching, I'm like, okay, this looks like, this is like a couple years away. Like maybe end of 2022. Okay. That's what right. I was thinking was like, okay. Especially with, you know, if you're releasing, um, Diamond and Pearl, the remakes uh, at the end of this year, I'm like, all right, they're not going to want to put them out that that close to each other. Um, you know, they're going to separate all separate them out because we've never had mainline Pokemon games uh, this come out this close to each other. We're we're talking, you know, months. You know, at most, what six months maybe? They're saying they're saying late 2021 for Diamond and Pearl, which you gotta assume it's a November game. I mean, I think yes. I, I think. It's always November, pretty much for Pokemon, mainline Pokemon, and 
Arceus, they I mean Nintendo stretches like they'll say coming spring of this year or spring next year and it comes out in June or like the last week of June. You know, it's like they they stretch or the you know they always say like I remember there was like that like there was supposed to be something Pokemon like it was like a Pokemon Home thing. It's coming uh, in uh, in March. It's like oh, okay, and it was like March twenty second. This is a few years ago, right? And I was like, it's like okay, they said March is coming. It's March like twenty second. Where the hell is it at? March thirty first. It's it's releasing. It's oh okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, okay. No, Gable's walking away. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I I'm in the same way where it feels very. It looks like it's very early, but I'm wondering like maybe this is this earlier in development stuff, and we'll see more. Like um, a lot of people are assuming that there's gonna be some sort of uh, E3S style thing, whether it's an actual E3 thing or not, uh, there's going to be something, you know, there's going to be a PlayStation thing, there's going to be an Xbox thing, we're going to have some sort of, uh, at least sometime in June or that, that time frame, we're going to have something uh, from these game developers, um, these console makers in that time frame. So maybe we'll see more from it then, maybe we'll see more from it, or maybe they want to just keep pushing for uh, the Diamond and Pearl stuff and not get buried. Uh, but Maybe we'll just see more from it uh, later, you know, at the end of the year or something. And but yeah, it's like I don't know. It's yeah, it's I mean, it's, it's crazy because this is like the game that um, growing up this as a kid, this is the game. I, this is the game I dreamed of uh, when they uh, when when this was revealed. I was like, oh my god, this is like seven year old me uh, would be freaking out right now seeing this. Like just how I mean, I remember even like just seven years ago when we saw. Pokemon X and Y, I was just like, oh my god, this, I mean, it's not like, it wasn't like the biggest change in the world, but like, just seeing like Pokemon X and Y, um, you know, Gable's back now, so, but, uh, but I was just talking about how like, this, like this, our Arceus is like the game as a seven-year-old me would be freaking out about, and it's just like, right. I remember just at 24, 23 years old when we saw Pokemon X and Y for the first time, I'm like, oh my god, this looks great. And it's just like, and it's not even like, it wasn't even like this drastic of a, I mean, it was a drastic change for them, but it's not like, oh my God, it's open world. It's just a better looking game that we've been playing for, you know, what, 15 years at that point. And then you look in like Sword and Shields, like, oh my God, like it runs like, it runs terribly, but it looks so good, right, <laughs> you right. know, especially in the open world area. Um, and yeah, like you were talking about, like this looks very early in development. I was just saying like, um, I'm wondering if this is just like, this isn't the most, the newest, uh, gameplay we've, we have from it and it seemed like we got a very limited cut and we did see there is turn-based combat we did see like a, like a little bit of that where like there's the you see like we always do there's uh um there's the four moves and you take turns battle uh pick you know battling so we know there's gonna be uh some of that which is fine i'd rather it be that and i don't know what would be poking tournament or pocket tournament what the fuck it's called um but i don't know i mean it, it definitely didn't look like I said, it looked early, and I, I hope the God that's what it is. It's, it's early, and this isn't the game. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious how this is going to run in there because I mean, like, I mean, right. Breath of the Wild when that came, that game came out. I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I love Breath of the Wild, and it's one of the greatest games of all time, and um, it's the eighth best game of 2017 easily. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, that game had trudge sometimes on the Switch, and it's like playing like uh the higher warriors age of calamity uh last november it's like that game never hit 30 frames per second so it's like i'm curious how this is gonna do uh i mean and like that gets me thinking like is this 
the switch pro this opens up a whole nother can of worms to me like i'm thinking of a lot of other things like I immediately as soon as it's over i'm like okay he's like switch pro is this gonna be a switch pro launch game because we're all talking about breath of the wild 2 but i'm like okay well there's a pokemon game coming out this year are they really gonna want to put out zelda and pokemon a new po uh, pokemon remake you know i know it's not the main team but it's a pokemon game it's right. gonna sell and i know it's not pokemon sword and shield engine but it's it's a pokemon game and it's a remake of a pokemon game like it's gonna sell very very well um are they gonna want to put if it comes to say zelda comes out this fall are they still gonna want are they gonna want to put a pokemon and a zelda in that same time frame and then a, a, a brand new the pokemon game we've all wanted for 25 years next uh early next year or is, is zelda breath of the wild to a late 2022 game like what i don't know it's just like a lot of different things started going in my mind where i'm like oh man like this is either gonna be a fucking crazy ass fall where we could where we could see a lot of shit like a lot of cool things drop or um maybe some stuff is farther out than we think and like yeah like i said like i wouldn't be surprised if arceus gets delayed i don't know um or it, i don't know it's just it's very early we didn't see a lot um but yeah i'm I'm definitely i want to check this out like it's so cool to like kind of see like the the pokemon the pokemon balls they had the pokeballs they had with this and all that and like it looked it looked really cool i like it was actually like um like it was actually like carved out of like wood and everything yep. like that which is really cool but uh go go jump back here to the uh diamond pearl and, and uh diamond and pearl remakes like D diamond pearl it's, it was kind of interesting reading like um kind of the reactions of twitter you know it's like i'm not i'm not talking like the negative like like i didn't go and search pokemon diamond pro remakes and like twitter and like to see like everybody just kind of read the timeline though because I, I most i follow a lot of like influencers journalists stuff like just personal friends stuff like that and like just kind of getting their overall look feel of it and so it's very interesting like to kind of see like uh it definitely like all over the place where like no one's like it wasn't like negative or anything but a lot of people like they people were saying like this is when they, they felt like this is the game where they fell off. Like, okay, like we're kind of tired of that formula. Black and white is where they, the formula, like they change it up and like brought people like that was very interesting. I always remember even like you and Jake early on in the podcast, I'm about black, black and white one and two were like totally game changing for them. And it's like, yeah. So it's, and I'm the same way. Like I've talked about before, like I, I bought, uh, I think it was diamond on DS when it came out. Like I was way out of Pokemon by then. Like I didn't watch the cartoon. I didn't really pay much attention, but I bought, I still played the games. Like definitely, I mean, especially Gen One and Two. I don't remember playing much of Gen Three was Ruby and Sapphire, correct? Yes, it was. Yeah, so I don't remember playing much of it, but I remember like, but I remember like jumping in the diamond, and I was like just excited, like, oh my god, we're gonna have a, we have a DS Pokemon game. And, like I, I just fell off of it very quickly, and I mean, I didn't jump back in until X and Y, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm curious to jump back into it and just kind of see, um, you know, play. I'm definitely it's gonna be again. I'm gonna sure for sure pick up and play, um, but I'm not like going crazy but i'm definitely not like that fan base you know i've talked about like, you get you, people like that listen to the show long enough know me it's like i'm in it for the nostalgia factor like let's go pikachu uh i love even though i hate using the fucking pokeball uh i mean i, I love using pokeball more than the joy con but like um i love like that just because it brought me back to my childhood and, like I, I was i was a guy rooting for uh the heart the heart gold soul silver remake whatever let's go like that that was me i was that guy um, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm, 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 I think that game's for sure coming. Uh, I, I think it's, it just has to come. Uh, cause I mean, I know that those games sold very well, not as well as sword and shield, but very well. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm just in the middle. I'm very much in the middle. Like, well, I'm, I'm going to buy it for sure. I'm, I'm definitely more excited to play diamond and pearl than I am Skyward Sword. 
I'll say that much. Uh, and that's right. another point. Fuck, just think about that. Jesus Christ, we could that have. That's a good point because from what initially what we saw from the reveals of the Diamond and Pearl remake and even the Pokemon Legends, those games look better than Let's Go and Sword and Shield in terms of the graphical fidelity stuff, especially when it comes to the Diamond and Pearl stuff. I mean, there are a couple of questions I do have in regards to the Diamond and Pearl remake stuff. With the original games that were released on the DS, they were more slow-paced, and in terms that did affect a lot of the pacing stuff, or like not only the story elements, but there are certain parts of the game where it was a little bit more difficult in regards to, say, finding specific types of Pokemon that you wanted to go through and uh, beat the game with in some retrospects. And what I'm referring to is back in Diamond and Pearl... You couldn't really find Fire-type Pokemon out in the wild unless you actually started with Chimchar. That's one of the personal things that I experienced firsthand, that I picked Turtwig, the grass starter, and I hardly didn't have any type of Fire Pokemon options. And throughout my entire playthrough of that game, I basically did not, like, uh, I did not really have a single type of Fire starter. And the only one you could have had as an available alternative, potentially, would have been Ponyta. And I did not want to raise Ponyta and do all those other different types of stuff. But my question in regards to it is like, are they going to element? Are they going to implement the elements from Pokemon Platinum, which actually takes things to another interesting level? Because in Pokemon Platinum, the story was better paced. There was additional content, kind of like how with the Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire when they had the Delta episode and stuff at the end of that. This is sort of similar to that from, like, uh, that DLC kind of is inspired a little bit in terms of the whole Pokemon Platinum aspect to where Garatina, that legendary Pokemon, the whole, like, uh, subspace sort of thing you were going... Not subspace, but this sort of, like, dimension things that you could go through in that story that played heavily in parts of, like, uh, the initial plot with the, the evil team, Team Galactic and stuff, and their head person Cyrus. But... There were better options in terms of what you could create with your party. With that, there were actually a little bit more fire Pokemon inside of this version that you could use. So, it's like I was referring to. Will it have the elements of that Platinum game? Because if you have both of these remasters with that, it makes the games much better, in my honest opinion, than, say, the originals. My yeah. second question that I'm thinking about when I'm looking at these games... Are they going to limit it to that generation of Pokemon available in that game? For example, it's like, obviously for these remakes and stuff, if you have options to all the single Pokemon or even like the newest ones inside this game and stuff, it's going to potentially break some aspects. I mean, the customizational stuff with teams is great and all, but I'm a traditionalist when it comes to Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. For the nostalgia factor, I rather would be locked to the 400 and uh, some odd Pokemon that were available in that generation. So it's like, I'd much rather have the newest ones being Gen 4, so I'd have availability, say, with Togekiss, with freaking Magmortar, Electivire, and stuff. And even like Tangrowth, the whole classic Pokemon that actually had evolutions at that time period. But yeah, there's just more thoughts that just circulate, just thinking about the whole elements of that. But, uh, but the other aspect and stuff with like the whole Pokemon Legends, obviously early twenty two, early twenty twenty two can mean anything from say January all the way up to June. I mean, hell, yeah, that's early. I was if thinking eight by eight by in by four May is what I was thinking. 
I personally do not believe this game is going to be an early 2022 game. I feel like it's going to be towards the end, if not the early things for 2023. Yeah. Unless it's like, I was thinking, oh, sorry to cut you off there. I was thinking yeah. like, this is, this is Le- Pokemon Legends. Mm-hmm. So it's like a different category, like a mystery dungeon kind of thing. Or like, you know, it's, it could be its own different, different thing here. We're talking about, right. like and, I was thinking maybe this, this could be like just a small, that may, maybe this isn't a full fledged game. Like this doesn't seem like there's going to be like, this could be like the beginning of like gym leaders. There's no Pokemarts. There's no like no Pokemon shops or whatever. Like, uh, it could be like something this could simple, be Tyler, possibly like collecting crafting stuff in order to create your own Pokeballs. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if this is just like a, this isn't the next, this isn't gen nine. This isn't the next mainline thing. No. This is its own separate thing that they're working on. That this is like almost kind of like, like Pokemon let's go was kind of like, um, that half step to Sword and Shield, where like it was, like it's well, like you know, Sword and Shield is the future. It's well in development, but this is like them, like kind of building that um, that foundation and like giving a test run almost. And I wouldn't be surprised. If this is just like a sixty dollars test run for what Gen Nine could be. Um, and I'm, I'm all bored checking out. I would definitely want to see more from. It. I wouldn't be surprised if like when we see more from this, if like that's what it turns out to be. It's like this isn't. Some 30, 40 hour adventure, 50 hour adventure, whatever it's going to be. This is just, you know, this this is like a self contained, who knows if there's a story or what it is to it, but I, like, who knows? But I, I don't, I wouldn't be shocked if this isn't like a full fledged game. Dude, I um, guarantee you, if this is a smashing success, this is what Gen 9 could potentially Oh, yeah. I be. think, th- I think this is what Gen 9 is in, in general. I wouldn't be surprised 2023, you know, where we're getting Gen 9 and it's basically this engine. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be shocked because I mean, think about it. Like we haven't had a 2019 was Sword and Shield. That was the last time we've had a Game Freak game come out, and that you know we're talking what two and a half years here, assuming it comes out early next year. Then um, that's probably the longest gap we've gone without a Game Freak game. That's very true because they've been hitting it like every single year since yeah, the release well, of Black and White. Yeah, at the very least, we're getting. Yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off again, but we're getting that. You know, we're getting the. Um, the platinum, like you said, or like the crystal or the yellow, we're get at the very least that in between year, we're just getting the you know like the the better version of last gen, of that mm-hmm. gen. So I mean, yeah, like you like you're saying, where every year we're getting something, or like th- this generation of Switch, we're getting you know uh, Pokemon the Let's Go game, you know, and then we're getting Sword of Shield. And then last year, what we got DLC uh, from it uh, for for Sword and Shield, and like we had no actual game, so. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. I, 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 it's, we're in, really with the Switch has just been uncharted waters in general, I think, with Nintendo, where, like, they're just, you you can, with, really with the Wii U, like, I remember, like, you can always, like, all right, what's, there's going to be a Memorial Day game, there's going to be a game that comes out in uh, September, there's usually going to be a game, or, I mean, a game that comes out in November, the big game comes out in November, you know, like, there's going to be that, that big game that comes, there's going to be another big game that comes out in August, September, and then, That's it, <laughs> you know, or maybe yeah. you get lucky and you, like a big year, we'll get some like some B games in between there to fill some gaps. But in this, this you know, it's just been uncharted territories. We're like, you know, we're, we're getting shit. We're getting shit when shit comes out. <laughs> you know, like yeah. there's games that have been ready for years, and we're like, you know, Poke, uh, Pikmin three been ready for over a year. Yeah. It's like we're just waiting for a dead dead spot. Boom, October thirty first. Prime trilogy, man. It's like yeah, that, waiting for that one to be. Yeah, announced. that game's probably been done for a while. They're just like we got, we want to wait. So it's like, and here we are. So um, yeah, I don't know. It's I'm curious. I, I'm I'm really excited for it. I am. I uh, you know I'm excited. I'm that 
I want to be a hardcore uh, Pokemon fan, but it's just like it's more that nostalgia that keeps me in it than anything. It's like, but you know, I did really enjoy Sword and Shield a lot. I mean, when I I, when I beat Shield, um, beginning of last year, like I I played it from remember playing it and I'm like I'm not feeling this. I'm like I fell off of it like I I did all the other ones for Let's Go and X and Y, and but then it's like I went back to it like a month later and I just got hooked again. So yeah, I'm all excited for it. Um, yep. but Gable's move this uh that was pretty much the non playstation news of the, of the podcast because uh it's been a, a, a playstation heavy week um yes, so the day before we had uh the pokemon presentation we had a uh playstation state of play um it's about 30 minutes um they and they going into they did say there's gonna they're gonna mention they're gonna talk about 10 games mostly going over uh there's gonna be a couple new announcements they said mostly going over the games that they re- announced last year uh during the playstation ps5 events um so uh run through it real fast we had the death th- we had a death, death loop trailer so it's kind of like the, i think this is the last big push you're gonna have for it uh before that game comes out may 21st so it's supposed to be a launch game but got delayed to may 21st um but it's it's coming i don't yeah it's coming coming it's only coming to PC, pc and ps5 um but that's coming out may 21st it's a bethesda game it's people that, it's arcane studios people that made uh um dishonored one and two uh and uh fuck it starts with a p the weird alien game. Oh, fuck, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Does it start with Wait, the weird, the weird alien game like from Bethesda? Prey? Yeah, Prey. Yes, yes. Um, there's aliens in it. Uh, I, I didn't care for it, but uh, it seemed like that game either people loved it or they just didn't like it at all. But uh, then so we got a big push for that. We got more uh, uh, another trailer from that one. More gameplay, some more story stuff from it. Uh, next up, we had uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach uh, was revealed. I don't believe it was. Oh, was it a reveal? Because I thought I already knew about this game. Anyways, it says revealed here in this article. Um, it is. It's more Five Nights at Freddy. If you're into that, you're into that. Um, uh, Hyperlight Drifter uh, developer Heart Machines Solar Ash uh, was uh, given a, a time frame of 2021. Uh, finally, we did see some gameplay of it. it looks more like a kind of like a. Um, a it's not like a pathless kind of like you're falling. I see a lot of people say like it was a Sonic, uh, Sonic Adventures two with shadow of the Colossus elements where you're like, like at one point you're climbing this, um, this, uh, one, like the, there's one fight in the shadow Colossus where you're climbing an enemy that's flying and you're like, you gotta like oh, yeah. go up them. And like, there was a snake that was flying through the air and you're like, kind of sight creature that's flying and you got to climb up them. And it's like, you're almost like on rollerblades. Um, then, so that's coming out 2021. Uh, the one big it was the second thing shown on there. Uh, uh, Solar Ash is coming to PS4 and PS5 only. I think, and I think, didn't say about PC. Um, Sifu was announced as the Absolver developer. Uh, so, slow clap. Uh, Sifu is uh, supposed to come out sometime this year. Um, that's that, like, I'm assuming it's like a, um, oh, I just lost the fucking phrase. The one where you die and you come back. Um, roguelike. Um, yeah. Thank you, Tyler, for, for answering your own question. Uh, every now and again, I, I do that. Um, my own worst enemy and helper. Uh, anyways, uh, so you like you're fighting in this hallway, and every time you die, you come back. You 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 revive, but you're slightly older, uh, and and you have more skills, so you get better as you go. Um, then we had another we had another uh, we saw Knockout City again, which is that dodgeball game. Which last week I do want to correct you or correct myself. You said it was an EA Originals game, and I said it wasn't. I was wrong. You're right. It is an EA Originals game. Um. But it's a multiplayer dodgeball game. It was it was a fucking terrible trailer last week. We did like that weird gamefly stuff where they're interviewing 
like video game characters and then like they're playing the the game this one was just a trailer of the game uh it's coming out may 21st uh to ps4 um and, and ps5 i think it's coming to everything though it's coming to switch pc everything it's gonna be uh, oh it's only 20 bucks look at that i'm shocked by that um i, don't know, I think there's a beta i don't know i think it's pc only though um yeah, the, the gameplay, I don't know, maybe it was just like that trailer was so shitty that by the time we got to the actual game itself, I was like, I'm turned off by it because it did nothing for me. And then I saw it in here, I'm like, okay, this doesn't look bad. But it's like definitely one of those things where it's like, that's going to be a game that you need to play with friends kind of thing. It's going to live and die by um, your friends. Uh, the the actual uh, state of play started off with Crash 4 Bandicoot. We had a, some gameplay trailer uh, of the uh, PS5 version that's coming out. It's a free upgrade. It's going to be uh, 4K, 60 frames per second. It's going to be dual sense. Dr. Trevor, 3, uh, 3D audio support, save transfers, faster loading times. I guess I didn't know this, but the uh, uh, people were saying uh, they really had about the faster loading times. I guess the load times in that game is terrible on last generation consoles. That's coming March 12th. Uh, Oddworld uh, Soulstorm was shown up for the 832nd time in the last six months. Uh, it's coming to PS5 and PS4 on April 6th, but it's actually going to be the, the, PS, uh, the PS5 version will be the P- April PlayStation Plus game. So that's pretty cool. Um, we got well, uh, uh, kind of a, I'm, this must really be the last big push for Returnal this was come out uh, I believe in March but got pushed to April 30th uh, got more gameplay from that um, Kena Bridge of Spirits uh, uh, is, is got a release date of uh, August 24th coming to PS4 and PS5 uh, that's that really uh, beautiful uh, art style game with um, like you're, you're fighting like trees and shit uh, Final Fantasy 7 they announced the uh, this is like the big like the one more thing uh, they did uh, the PS5 uh, we got CPS5 uh, version of that uh, it's coming June 10th it'll be it'll be a free upgrade for everybody um, also they announced uh, Final Fantasy 7 remake Intrograde uh, that'll be coming to PS5 only on June 10th um, it's a uh, episode with Yuffie uh, who's a character that you meet I guess later in Final Fantasy 7 um, and this, they let people think this is, must be the introduction to for her and some of the other characters. Some of the characters that were actually in the trailer for Intrigate are characters that aren't actually in Final Fantasy VII, but they're in like the Final Fantasy VII, like uh, uh, the the dog Dons of Cerberus, whatever the hell it was called. Um, Cerberus. D- yeah, that one. The uh, so, game that nobody liked. Yeah, that, that was a weird third-person <laughs> shooter, like DMs. Devil May Cry yeah, ripoff, wasn't it? With uh, Vincent and stuff, one of the characters that you will eventually see inside of the series. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there was. Uh, I was listening to a podcast and people were going nuts on the, uh, on the, uh, like what this means for Final Fantasy VII. I'm like, guys, I've only played remake. That's all I know about it. You guys are confused as fuck, and you sound like super nerds of Final Fantasy VII, which no disrespect for that. I'm super nerd of all <laughs> games too, and it's like you guys are confused as fuck. You're confusing me the fuck out of me. I don't care. I'm I'm all in. Um, I, I don't care. I just want more of it. We're getting more of it. I'm happy with it. Whatever. I'll pay whatever the fuck you want me to pay. Um, if I got to sacrifice a small child to play this, I'll. that's what I'll do. Um, I'll find one and I'll sacrifice them. This is the things I do for Final Fantasy VII Remake Cables. Yes, understandable. You see? Yeah. See? Everybody gets it. Um, so, yeah. I, it was only like 30 minutes. I, I will say this. I... Did it have the punch of the direct from last week? No, but I was never bored like I was in the direct last week. Um, well, but I'll, my thing with, so I see a lot of people disappointed with the state of play and my thing coming out. And this is something I talked about uh, end of last year when they, when they did that first PS5 event and the second PS5 event. And I'm like, why is this? I was, I was saying in the podcast, I'm like, why is this the state of play? They're not calling it a state of play. 
And someone at that point like said something like on Twitter I saw where it's like PlayStation like when they announced State of Plays is a thing, they said this is not like we're not this isn't like their E3 stuff. This is like this is like smaller games. We're filling in gaps. We're not going to announce the big thing. We're not going to announce God of War two in these things. We're not going to announce you know that's safe like E3 style stuff. This is just going to be like. We're filling in gaps. We're giving you more news on stuff that's already been announced. We're going to give you release dates. So there's never going to... The biggest news we've ever gotten out of the state of plays ever has been Resident Evil 3, the remake we got last year. And then the rest of it's been like we've had like uh, a deep dive on Last of Us Part 2 last year where it's like here's a 20-minute thing of gameplay. Then we had like the, the big deep dive on Ghost of Tsushima last year as well. Like that's the most stuff we've ever gotten out of them. So I wasn't like going into it. And I, I, a lot of people were like, oh, I want a God of War 2. And it's kind of like I'm, I felt the same way with last week when I'm like, people were talking about Breath of the Wild 2. It's like, I hope it's there, but I don't expect it to be there. But if it's there, it's awesome. That's kind of where I was going with this one. Like, I definitely don't think it's going to be there, but there's like that little bit of like fan hope in there where you're like, you're like, you sit there and think about it long enough. Like you, like, you start to convince yourself it's going to be there kind of thing. Like, okay, well, maybe we'll get Horizon 2. Maybe we'll get God of War. Maybe they're going to change it up. Maybe we're going to make it big time. And uh, they didn't do it. Obviously, I'd like to have it, but they didn't have it. Um, I, don't, I thought it was fine though, where it's like Sifu looks awesome. I think uh, I don't know if it's gonna be a game I'm overall gonna like, but I think it looks incredible, and I want to see more from it. Uh, kind of see overall how it works, especially with like the every time you die, you come back a little older. Like how the fuck I'm not gonna be 87 with a cane, fucking walking down this hallway trying to kill guys, and my bones are so brittle they're gonna kick me once and I'm gonna turn to ash. Um, Death Loop, I could go the rest of my life without seeing it ever again at this point. Same with uh, Oddworld. Well, like I was very, it's funny. The first time we saw Oddworld, which was my first time seeing Oddworld, I guess it's been like at every PAX for like the last three years, every E3 for the last three or four years, and it's like a lot of people are saying like I'm so fucking tired of seeing this game. I played the demo four years ago. I don't care. And it's like when I, I'm just like when the first time I saw, it, I'm like, oh, this looks actually like I've never given a fuck about Oddworld before, and I'm like. Okay, this looks pretty good. I, I like this. And now this is the fourth time we've seen it since like last July, and I'm like, I don't care. Just, I'm, I, I went from like I'm, I'm actually like, I, like I'm, I want to play this game to like, I'm at the point where I was watching this. I'm like, I don't even want to play this game anymore. And then like, oh, it's gonna be PS Plus. Like, okay, I'll fucking check it out. That's fine. But I went from like, I want to play this game. I'll, I'll buy it for thirty bucks. To like, went from like, just get it off my fucking screen. I don't want. I don't care. To like, no, oh, it's free. All right, I'll check it out. Uh, but I think the weak part was like starting off with Crash Bandicoot 4, where it's like, where it's like, my, you know, I talked about last week, where it's like, I was like, all right, I don't need to see fucking three, four minutes of fucking Plants vs. Zombie multiplayer game. I, you know, my, that was my, my big complaint, where it was 50 minutes, and it was like, port, 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 Mario Golf. Port, 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 Phil Jackson's Triangle Offense. And then port, 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 Skyward. Fuck you! It's not Breath of the Wild two. I knew that's what you're expecting, but you're not getting it. You're getting uh, Skyward Sword. Splatoon three. It's a year and a half away. Uh, that was my issue with it. Uh, this one, I was just like, eh, okay, fuck, this sucks. Like, there's definitely some down parts, but I was like, it, it 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 was short enough and condensed enough where I never really got bored. Like, of, like or, or like, I was like irritated at times, but I was like, it wasn't 20 minutes of like. But like I don't know, Kina I think looks incredible. It looks incredible. I want to know what uh, this is a game like. I I hope to God's really good. I don't know what the price point's going to be on this. I hope it's not seventy bucks. Um, but I guess it's like this. This is the studio's first game. They're actually like they would make help make like 
movies and like shorts and stuff like that. Like that's why the game looks as great as it does. Like, you know, like a Pixar style kind of uh, art style. Uh, but I definitely want to hear more from people. Like as that game gets closer to coming out on August 24th, like that's something I want to like, I want to, I want to hear reviews and people's thoughts on it before I check it out. Um, that's the way I feel a lot of these other games, but like, but uh, like, I'm a huge, I, I've raved about this game so many fucking times over the years. Hyperlight Drifter. Uh, so fucking good. I love that game. It's basically a link to the past, but in, in 2016 terms, um, and this, someone said like, okay, we just made a, a 2D Zelda game. Let's make a 3D Zelda game, and that's what this game is. And I'm like, I don't know about that. Like, but not like a Zelda, not full blown Zelda. But like, we're gonna add right. like its own like modern day elements with the dash and the and the the gliding and stuff like that. But like, in, you know, we look at Link to, like uh, Hyperlight Drift. That's basically what that was. Where it's like it's uh, Link to the Past, but in modern day terms. And like, th- there's people are saying this is like, oh, okay. I heard someone say this is like. 3d zelda but in modern day terms kind of thing and i'm like okay like you know like 3d like old school zelda like before breath of the wild so i don't know i think it looks very i think it looks really good i love the i'm a huge uh fanboy though even though i've only ever made one game heart machine uh i love the music i love the style um i'm definitely day one by the the thing was like they said a few months ago in, uh in a video it's just going out in june and i was kind of like that's my biggest complaint with any of this was like there were so many games that we heard about last year at these ps5 events that like yeah it's coming out next year and it's like all right cool I, I, that was the thing i was expecting more anything okay i knew they're gonna talk about solar ash and they're gonna talk about kina i knew they're gonna talk more about um uh odd world and stuff like that and but i thought we'd get more dates and then we didn't we didn't get like kino got a date and then final Fantasy 7 ps5 and intrigue got a date june 10th um but i don't know i, I didn't love it i wasn't like a big I, like I, I i'm cool i'm i'm excited to play more final Fantasy 7 remake i, I you know like I've been kind of jonesing to play that game again. And like, I'm you know, going to talk about last week. I've been playing God of war again. Now that the PS five updates come out. Um, and maybe that's what I'll do in June when, when the PS five version comes out, cause it's a free upgrade for people. And it's going to actually be the PS plus game for, uh, March, uh, final Fantasy seven is, uh, so that's yes. pretty cool, but you don't get the free upgrade to PS five. So you only get the song, the PS four version. Uh, but still, that's a brilliant fucking game. Just play it on there. Um, but I don't know. I mean, give us, what was your thoughts on the uh, state of play? All right, let me cover over the things that I liked about the state of play. For one, I did like the fact that for Solar Ash and for Kenna, they both can be playable on the PS4. Mm -hmm. I like that idea, but at the same time, you know, I understand that there are some PlayStation 5 owners that initially that bought into the system are kind of tired of seeing, like, a lot of these games and stuff just basically playable on both the PS4 and PS5, like their, their own different versions and stuff. Because there's this stigma, you know, with some yeah. PS5 owners and stuff, where it's like, they bought the system to play PS5 games, and they're here they are playing a bunch of the games like that are playable on PS4, right? I think that's so stupid, though. It's so stupid to me. It's like, guys, we've been in this long enough. Like, the last, really, the last four generations, like, this is, we don't have that hard cut, you know, like we used to have in the 90s. Like, the 2000s have been that, where it's like, you know, like, you look at PS2 to PS3, like there was fucking games come out. Fucking God of War 2 came out a year after the fucking PS3 came out on PS2. Very true. It didn't come. Never. It didn't come to PS3. It, it came years later in a in a HD and it remake. Was the PlayStation 2's magnum opus? That's yeah. True. Yeah. So it's I don't. Know, I I hate that. Like I mean, what I my thing is as long as there is a PS5 version, I'm okay with it. Like yeah, Why it would be I great understand. to have a, a a thing to like justify my purchase. But it's like something as like. 
a early adopter of a console like that's just to be expected that's what you get you know it's right. like I, I i talked about going into this g- new generation ps5 xbox series whatever or it wasn't until 2016 where we actually started to see that cutoff where like games like doom and uncharted 4 and stuff like that where like i mean i remember fall of 2015 like Metal Gear Solid 5 and shit like those were like the big games of that year and they were on everything they were on 360 PS3 and it's, it's just I, 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 I see that same thing people bitching and complaining and it's like yeah would it be great to have have that but I understand but you know but it's like I you know as a fan of things I want more people to play the things that I like and it's like if if that's what's gonna like if say God of War 2 I mean I okay like God of War Two comes out, and it's like it's the greatest game of all time. You know, I want more people to be able to play that fucking game to like say, "Hey, you know what? You're right. It's the greatest." Because I want more people. It's just it's, as a fan, I hate that whole idea of like, "Ooh, you know, I only want people that have this to play." play. I hate. I just hate the whole. It's like the whole. It's kind of like the same thing with like people like Dark Souls. Like when people talk like put an easy mode in there. It's like, "Ooh, don't you know, just get good." It's like, "Fuck you." You know what? Like, why should you hoard all the goodness of these goddamn games? I want to like them too. Let me fucking play them, but they're not so goddamn hard. Rant's over. Go ahead, Gables. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so other aspects of this state of play that I did like. I did like the reveal for the trailer for the uh, additional expansion here for Final Fantasy VII with uh, Yuffie and stuff. I liked the aspect where it's going to be getting more into her character. From what initially was shown in that trailer, it leads me to suspect that this could possibly have been ongoing like between certain events of Final Fantasy VII Remake. There are some characters that are introduced inside of this expansion and stuff, which are akin to like previous Final Fantasy VII games inside that whole timeline, which kind of makes me suspect that this whole Final Fantasy VII thing in and of itself, from the from remake to this expansion, potential further expansions from this until the eventual like sequel to Final Fantasy VII remake. It's just basically going to be the entire fucking Final Fantasy VII universe, quintessentially. Mm. So it's going to be like games like, say, Crisis Core, or maybe even Dirge of Cerberus. In the movies. Yeah, Advent Children, yes. I'm honestly 100% okay with that, as well as, you know, a lot of other things. If they go with that route, so they could just remake certain aspects and just delete a lot of the shit that bogged down a lot of those aspects. Yeah. I liked that, but what I didn't like, they limited that DLC to just PS5 only. Yeah, that's and weird. so, it's like, for me, I have a PS4, I understand the new systems out there, I can't fucking get the system because of the fucking scalpers, and especially since Walmart doesn't want to play ball <laughs> with, like, Sony, you know, Sony does not want to play ball with offering these systems inside of mainstream retailers. So, I'm left in June. I haven't yet touched my Final Fantasy VII Remake. I could mm-hmm. insert into my thing, get the free copy for PS5. Yeah, that's 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 all fine and dandy. But if I want to play the DLC, I cannot play it because I got to go forth and get a scarce system in order to try to play the content that I want to play. So I figured that was a bunch of bullshit, in my opinion. But from the good parts about it to the not-so-good parts, I'm with you. I'm tired of seeing the trailers for Deathloop 
and especially for Oddworld. And I honestly could not care less about that dodgeball game. Yeah. I saw I... the Switch at first. I thought yeah. it was all right. After seeing that and going through the whole state of place, state of play stuff, I thought that it dragged. It dragged things out and made it seem much more boring. And quite honestly, this whole entire state of play and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I understand this is the type of things they're going to go through and direct. And they said not a lot of big things happen. But I argued that process because here you have the reveal of the next DLC or the next iteration thing that's going to continue on for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Which I argue that is a big thing to unveil. And especially, like, what was it, last year or the year before that, the reveal of Final Fantasy III Remake? I mean... The only reason why that wasn't as big is because that was leaked beforehand. This potentially really wasn't. Yeah. But well, I mean, I, I I think it's more on the scale like they're not going to announce their first their big first party stuff. Like they're going to save that for like that E three time frame kind of stuff. Right. Like, they, yeah. That like that's the thing. Like and even like when Resident Evil three, I think yeah, definitely it wasn't like as big when it came out because the leak didn't. But I mean, there was the leak of the Resident Evil two that people known about that remake for years, and when that was yeah. revealed. By at Sony's press conference 2018, 2018, like that was fucking huge when that was shown off. So I, I mean, there's still buzz around it. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I think I just maybe it was just more so like me being more in that Sony ecosystem as far as like I pay more attention to that than I than probably most people do. Um, just because the last generation and currently this generation were like. I've definitely turned flipped to more of like not a Sony fanboy, but I, you know, I, the first party games to me are, I would argue in the last decade are better than anybody's. Um, so like for me personally, and I think for, I mean, even for a lot of people, um, but yeah, like as someone that pays more attention to it than probably most, like, I, I think I just, I was, I was able to set my um, standards like accordingly where it's like directs, like they show, I mean, not they they Nintendo like everything gets shown at directs for Nintendo, like everything like they so it's like and then they tell you like oh we're only gonna talk about this time frame but they constantly lie to us about everything <laughs> like they like we're only gonna talk about the first half of the year and then they showed off like three 2022 games and then like a couple 2020 second half 2021 games where it's like and I'm not complaining about because I love it when they do that when it's awesome we don't complain about it but it's like when they don't show like the goodness. We complain about it, kind of thing. Yeah, it's like it's absolutely. it's a give and take. Where it's like there's the, the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Which I mean, I think I'd rather I'd rather have the state of plays be like the direct, where it's like you just go bonkers with expectations, and then every you know every, what say one of every three hits those expectations, then you know like this is just what everyone is. We're like, all right, it's gonna be middle ground stuff. I'm not gonna get super duper crazy. That's something that really hits me personally, kind of stuff. Like I. I I would rather it be like a direct, but I just I know it's not gonna. We're never gonna get as of right, at least right now. We're not we're not there yet. But going, I'm sorry. Honestly, like uh, the main thing I got out of this whole state of play stuff is like, yeah, we got a bunch of dates, we got a bunch of like uh, little things. We also got the reveal of like the expansion the expansion thing for Final Fantasy VII remake. But overall, I kind of felt like that this was definitely an average kind of like uh, reveal thing or like state of play stuff. I can't help but just give it like a six out of 10. Cause yeah, we, that's, there's that's a fair. bunch of things we already knew about a bunch of games. We've already known a bunch of trailers we have seen. Only difference is it's like we have release dates to certain games and 
if it was not for the surprise for that Final Fantasy VII remake, I would have felt that this was definitely a downer. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't. I was like a seven kind of range yeah. of it. Whereas, like, I gave the direct last week a six, but that's just because I was bored through like half of it. Right. Because it was just port, 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 port. And then there was a few cool things that came out of it, but it was just, I, you had to trudge through a lot of shit to get to that cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And this one is just like, at most, you had to wait three minutes. And yeah, some of that shit was kind of like, yeah, like I said. Like, I think Deathloop is going to be a really good game. I think Oddworld is going to be a pretty good game. Like, I'm not, I don't think they're going to be bad games. There's like, we've seen too much of them at this point. And it's like, you know, the other stuff, like, even if it didn't connect to you, it's like, you didn't get, you didn't, it's new stuff at least. It's all, this is all new stuff uh, that we were seeing. Except besides Crash Bandicoot 4 and Final Fantasy 7 PS5, but we got the DLC with it. So it was like, it's, this is all stuff that's actually like, we've never played before coming. Like that, that's the big difference for me. Is it was, it was half an hour instead of fifty, but yeah, it was, I don't know. It was fine. Like I'm definitely like a seven. Um, kind of moving on here. Some some other PlayStation news. I think this is pretty cool. I don't think there's really not too much of a conversation here, but so Sony last year they did this cool like stay at home initiative, where like um, I think it was like la- like last April or May they gave us the Uncharted collection for free and Journey yep. for free, um, which was really really awesome. Uh, yeah, last yeah, last April fifteenth through May fifth is when we got those. Um, so this time around, we're getting on uh, starting. I guess actually uh, tomorrow, uh, when this about time this goes up, this should already be out there. Um, we're all getting the uh, Ratchet and Clank two thousand sixteen remake that we got. Um, that's coming. Everybody on PS four and PS five will get that for free if you don't already own it digitally. Which I don't believe. I think I own it owned it physically. I don't think I actually own it digitally. Um, so unless it was a state of play or a PlayStation plus game, I'm not sure though, but regardless, if you got rid of, you don't have PlayStation plus anymore and it was one, you don't own that game if you don't continue your account. So then you just, this, you just have it So they announced that. And then they announced some, and, uh, let me see if I can find what it was called. Uh, right. There was like that weird, like there's like an anime, uh, thing they're, they're doing PlayStation stay at home. Sorry. Uh, I thought I grabbed the wrong article. April. Nope. Okay. Here it is blog post some reason i typed in stay at home initiative and it gave me last year's article not the one from four days ago um yeah so march 1st yeah so uh uh so march for the entire month of march you can get ratchet and clank uh for free um the the ps4 version and then on march 25th you get oh funimation um which i didn't is that the one that sony just bought yeah sony bought funimation not too long ago yeah. Well, so actually, I, think they've, they've, I think they've actually had Funimation. What's the other one? What's the other anime? But they the big... bought Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. All right. Yeah. So, anyways, we're getting Funimation um, for we uh, get a free. Let me. I'm just gonna read it here. Are kicking a very special offer: extended access for new subscribers to Funimation or Yakanim in countries they are available. Funimation is an anime-focused subscription service. Um, uh, while there will be additional details to follow, this offer is only available. So our community signed up for uh, and download the Funimation uh, apps starting March 25th for a limited time. And there's some other stuff in there. So I don't really know much about it. But um, oh, and I can here, say a I little can... bit about Funimation app. Okay, go ahead. Oh, not just Funimation app, but like the Funimation like thing in general. I have seen a couple of different things. The app is notorious for in terms of stuttering and also in terms of when you're watching certain content live. Like from like the source, say like from Japan or whatsoever, there are some shows that will not have the clearest of live stream things. 
there are issues in regards to account stuff, especially if you're going to try a, a free trial thing and actually put your credit information. People have had trouble deleting their accounts. They've had trouble with uh, reimbursing in terms of refund stuff. So with this Funimation stuff, it's free, but buyer beware. This is something you have to be aware of before you make the conscious decision for it. Because honestly, you know what? Anime app like that, that's fine. But let's not forget that there are other alternatives too that you could go into if you choose to. Like for example, if you want to go to other types of programs, say if you have Netflix and Hulu and you're happy with the anime stuff there, that's fine. But actually Tubi, that's an app that I have seen if you want to watch some older stuff, either that or maybe even like Retro Crush that has some of the older anime stuff from the 80s, some of this from like the 90s in that regards. But just to put it out there, Funimation, Funimation is trying to put out something for free on March 25th, and that's like basically for what, like a month? 90 days. 90 days. Okay, so you basically have like a three-month period in that regards. So yeah, honestly, if you're that interested, give it a try. If you don't like it, do whatever you can and yeah. stuff to not put any credit information with that stuff. Yeah, so here it says on top of the 14-day standard free uh, day trial you get uh, you'll get an additional 90 days so that's i mean i don't know that's not bad i mean most no. free free trials are a month at best or a week um so yeah that's kind of cool actually uh so you're talking about 104 days right there of a uh, free trial so i mean whatever i mean and that's i mean that's what all of them are like though where it's like you, you i mean i just had a can i got the WWE network to just watch royal rumble and i went yeah. to go cancel it because i was gonna get charged on march 1st yeah, I was like, it went through like seven screens to like, are you sure you want to cancel? Why are you canceling? And then at the end, when you click the reason why you're canceling, it says at the bottom here, uh, continue subscription or cancel. But they change the location oh of the, the cancel and the continuous subscription every time. So one of the times I actually like I hit the where the last page, it was the cancel subscription button was now the continuous subscription buttons there. So I clicked that one, just, you know, scrolling through whatever. And then I had to go all the way back through the whole process over again. So that's just that they do that on purpose to make it so yes, like they do just, to make it harder for you to go through and deactivate yeah. your account. So that's just just what they do. Um, they, they're actually going to be doing this. The Play at Home initiative is going to be going on from March, uh, extending through June. So I'm assuming every month they're going to have some news, whether it's going to be a, a, uh, another game on top. I'm not. I don't think it's going to be like we're not going to get Last of Us Part Two kind of stuff, but like newer things or big, big currently big things. But like I can see like back catalog stuff like that. That's Already, you know, it's been out for a while that we're just getting through it. And what's still kind of cool, though, like like last year we got uh, Uncharted 4 or Uncharted Collection and uh, Journey to uh, four fantastic games uh, for free. So, I mean, yeah, they're older, but that's still pretty cool. Um, yeah, so a cool thing they're doing. I mean, it literally costs. It's not a PS Plus thing. It's just a thing. If you have a PlayStation 4 or 5, you're involved in this. Um, speaking of uh, PlayStation, uh, I'm going to continue on here. Um, they announced that they are continuing uh, and developing a new VR headset. Uh, they said it's not coming 2021. There's no current title for it. Uh, it's going to be different. They're going to have controllers that are kind of designed around more of the dual sense. So we're not going to have the wand, the push to moves like we had um, with the with the current PSVR. This, like I said, it's not coming next year or coming this year. Uh, no, I didn't say give, they didn't give us a date or in a time frame. And they said that there is going to be one cord um, that will still need to be used. So it's way better than the fucking like 37 you needed uh, on this one. Like um, I, I'm actually kind of stunned by this uh, where I, I was kind of wondering where like, you know, like I, I like VR, but it's just like, I, it's just, it's such a pain in the ass to fucking to do. 
uh, to like set up. I remember like when my ex would, would have her nieces and nephews over, they always like, they'd be like, oh, I want to play the VR. I'm like, oh, fucking God damn it. I'd go fucking get out the closet. And there's, there's literally seven or eight different cords, multiple boxes. It's a whole, f- and you got to plug them in. And like, I can't figure out what the fuck, which one I missed or why I plugged this in the wrong or whatever. And it's like, by the time you get done fucking hooking it up, it's like, they're all bored and they've all moved on to something else. It's like, I don't even want to play anymore. Like, God damn it. So, and also it's just like, yeah, it's pain. <laughs> like, I don't want to keep it. I don't want to keep it out because it's, it's, there's so many chords and so much bullshit and it's so ugly looking having out. It's just like, you got to put it away every time you're done playing it. And the games are, you know, expensive and some of the games are very hit and miss. I've talked about many times before yeah. where like you, you kind of take a gamble on some of these games you play them and like, they're not really well made. Um, and I've gotten sick playing multiple and we're like literally puked on a couple occasions or like Ooh. was like one of those ones where like it just late like i got like uh like um how was that uh what's the youtube made a song about it uh vertigo uh <laughs> i don't know why youtube popped my head there but yeah um you know so it's like I, i'm, I'm kind of surprised but i've heard people like i've heard with like the the new the steam one the not quest oculus o- non oculus that's facebook um uh, I can't remember what it's called. But anyways, like I've heard good things about that with like the Half Life Alex people saying like there's the Oculus Quest, the the new one that's like that's um, no cords, it's all hand. There's no it's not hooked up to anything. You're playing it. I heard good things about that. But the the, the downside of like being cord free, which would be awesome, to be cord free with this new one. Uh, but the downside is like you're not hooked up directly to like you're not getting the power of that console or the power of your PC. So you don't have the fidelity, you don't have the power, you don't have all those. You're not gonna have all the things, the benefits of that. You basically just it's whatever's built in that that headset is what you have. Uh, so like that's the benefit of like at least having one cord. And hopefully the cord's long enough; it's not crazy, and maybe it's better. We don't need as much room. Um, I, I, it's definitely one thing where like I the amount of money I put into the VR headset, the PSVR headset, to, compared to like amount of like good times I've had out of it for myself. Uh, I don't think was really worth it. Like, I mean, I got it. I waited a couple of years and got it like a bundle deal for like two fifty. Um, but it's like the games are not cheap, uh, and they're 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 a lot of them just feel like tech demos. Like there's that Batman game. There's the that um, Until Dawn, like Carnival game. Like I the Last Guardian tech demo was cool, but it's like ten minutes. Um, uh, like the Far Point, which is another uh, PS Plus game for next month. Uh, I actually bought the gun to play that game, and it's like it's, it's okay. So that's just kind of like, I don't know. It, it feels like playing that was very, very much like early like Wii days kind of thing, with it just a very expensive, uh, early Wii days kind of thing. But like I don't know, I'm I'm on board. I'm happy that we're like we're delving more into it, and maybe it gets better. We get better games. Like to see, I don't know. I don't know what more more else we could do with, uh, the VR world, um, than kind of what Half of Alex and stuff like that I've done. And even that didn't set the world on fire. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what to expect from this, but I, I, I'm happy it's continuing. I just I don't know, like, what this could be. Well, what's your thoughts on this, Gables? My thoughts are uh, they better improve the uh, motion sickness aspect of it. Okay. That's more of a game-to-game issue, though, and uh, more than anything I've, I've noticed. Uh, I mean, there's definitely cases where, yeah, like... It, like having a more powerful headset will definitely help with that. But yeah, like I, right. I, I that was like, I bought my dad uh, an Oculus a couple years ago for Christmas. And I told him like, cause you really want to one. I told him like, be careful. Cause there's a lot of free games on, cause this one is use steam. I'm like, careful. There's a lot of cheap. There, there's a lot of two, $3 free games on there. 
that you can play. But I'm like, some of those are just so poorly made that it will wreck your day. And like I told him, like, play the tech demos on there. Be, you know, look reviews, see what people are saying. Um, yeah, cause, but I agree. Like, hopefully we can just fix that issue. Maybe being on PlayStation, I don't know, I shouldn't say that. I see some of the shitty games that come on the PlayStation. Like, they, it's oh, yeah. just in general, it's all of them. Switch, all of them. Like, hopefully they, like, they can do a better job of, like, putting, like, quality games, not just every anything and everything that comes on these things. But go on, I'm sorry. Well, like I was saying, definitely some good potential. Glad they're continuing it. But uh, at the same time, it has to be something that's, like, really revolutionary to actually make me feel interested in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, like I said, I don't, I don't, I just don't know what, you know, I said a couple of years ago, I feel like the, the VR thing was more of a fad for video games. And I still kind yeah. of feel that way. It's just like, we're just, we just haven't given up hope yet uh, on it. Um, and I'm happy they're not. And I, I wouldn't be, you know, it's like, you know, everybody thought motion, like, you know, we was like, that was the future of gaming. And obviously that was not the, you know, when no. we had to connect, we got to move. That was a fad. Uh, which we learned at the, you know, after a few years, like this is just a fad kind of thing. And it took Xbox a little bit longer to learn with Xbox one connect. is just, he's stopped. But, um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm not upset about it. I'm not whatever. I think it's actually, I mean, there's not really a bit upset about, it, I guess, but it's just like, I just don't know what else more we can do with VR. I mean, maybe they can, I don't know. I, it's, these are the same people that, that put out the PSP and then put out the Vita and then both like quickly just kind of came and went um, on from like on their end where it's like the, after a few years, it's like, all right, this isn't doing well. So it's like, and hopefully it gets better support. You know, it's like, even though I know we got Iron Man VR last year, where it's like the games that were coming out to it that were like had some like push behind it and like, okay, PlayStation's putting some effort into these. Like there are very few and far between. It felt like, for a very long time, they were just over it. But then we got Iron Man VR, and I heard good things about it. But I heard it was, uh, it was very. People were saying like it's a good game, but it's like you could tell like the it was pushing the limits of the VR. Um, so yeah, of that VR headset. So and that's the the, the PS VR was not top of the line. It's like you know, it's, it's a console VR thing where it's like consoles not top of the line anything, but we play them for ease, and that's what I think you know PS VR two whatever it's going to be, it's going to be. But uh, that uh, you know, I'll save this other news topic for next week. We'll, we can okay. jump into it more because we do have to do a whole other uh, topic thing shows after this show. Uh, so we'll just save that stuff for next week. Um, but just game, games we've been playing, I'll just do it real fast. Uh, I haven't played much. I haven't had a chance to play any games during the week. Uh, but today I did sit down uh, and played like four hours of God of War. I'm just, you know, like I said, I'm replaying that again. It's so fucking good. Uh, I just decided with this one though, cause like I tried playing a few months ago and um, I kind of fell off of it cause it was like, I was redo, I was playing the game as if I was playing for the first time again, where I was like, I'm doing everything I'm doing, jumping off. Oh, what's I'm going to open this chest over here. And I'm just getting more uh, hack silver, which is like the money uh, in this game. And it's like, I already, I have an ungodly amount of money where like, I never need to worry about like, money ever again which is like the case for most games where it's like by the end of the game like you never have to you don't want to worry about money that's kind of thing because right. i'm doing new game plus so i'm taking all my gear and everything over uh into this one um this is like i already have like level seven like level eight is like the the top level for gear in this oh. game 
and like I already had like level seven shit when I was playing the game when I beat the game the last time, and uh, I already uh, so it's like now I've got like level eight and I'm like I've and I've like I'm maxing out the uh, those things like I'm, I'm adding because they have tiers to each each like gear has tiers to them so like I'm just adding tiers on to these like maxed out gear and um, so it's like I'm just that's what I'm doing. Um, so like, I just decided like, okay, when I, when I jump back into it last weekend, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to just streamline the game. Cause that's kind of what I was want to do for, for it again. It was like replay the game, do the, do the cool moments again. Maybe I'll jump into like, there was definitely like, uh, some top in like, um, you know, side quests. Like you can always still those tiers of side quests. There's ones that like Brock and Sindri, which are the, uh, the merchants in the game. They're really awesome characters, but, uh, they give you a couple of missions to do. Um, and I didn't. I only did, I think there's two of them you do. And I only did one of them last time. So I'm going to, this time I'm going to do both of them. But it's like, there's actually one thing where it's like, there's like the uh, nine different realms of uh, Norse mythology. Um, mm-hmm. So like this one plays is in Midgard. Most of it plays in Midgard. And then like you, you, I think you can visit four in the game. And this one of the nine, I'm assuming there's, there's the other ones for uh, uh, yeah, the future games. But like Asgard's like the main one. That's where like Thor and Odin all them live. Uh, but um, two of them are like optional. Like one of them like Muselheim, which is I actually did like it's basically like combat trials. Like you're just doing like a bunch of combat scenarios. Like kill 100 enemies without dying, or defeat 20 20 enemies without taking damage, or uh, survive for five minutes, stuff like that. You just there's like 12 stages to it. But at the end, there's like the the, the really hard part of this game is the nine Valkyrie sisters. Uh, I always think of them like it's like it's, I always call them the harpy ladies by accident. It's a Yu-Gi-Oh term, for them. but I like that's kind of what they look like. They look like harpy ladies, but they're like the Valkyries and like they you know they fly and they have like they're fucking crazy hard. Like they're they're they don't have to they're, they're like optional bosses basically. There's nine of them, and I beat like four of them in my first try and my first time my first playthrough. And there was this one where you needed like you have to beat this person. You have to beat this one in, in Muselheim to get. Um, and they're at the end of they're the last last trial and i could never beat her like i would get close but she would kick my fucking ass i it was like i get her down to like 10 percent health and i just every time i die i could never beat her and i it, so I, I i went through today and i fucking went through the trials cause trials i mean whatever they're fine they're not especially now they're not super hard uh and I wouldn't like I like I said like I like my gears only got and I beat it like I went back or when I played her initially, I was probably like sixty percent through the the campaign, and I'd done most of the side a lot of the side stuff but not all of it, but my my gear wasn't really as high level like nowhere near where I am now, and I went in first try, fucking destroyed her, <laughs> I'm like this woman has been living in my mind rent free. For three fucking years, or like <laughs> I like it wouldn't it like literally when everything about God of War, I think of her, I think of this Valkyrie, and I'm like I couldn't beat her. I'm 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 just I went in first fucking try, whooped her fucking ass. Wasn't even close. It was pathetic. Um, so yeah, I beat her and like you get like because you get like when you defeat her, you get a thing that like fully maxes out your uh, weapon. But what sucks is I didn't realize this is you can't actually turn this gear in until you beat the game so i'm like ah, god damn it so it's like uh so anyways so i did that i was really happy about that but i've been just playing through more of the game uh and it's one of the, it's, it was my game of the year 2018 it was my game of the decade for last decade uh spoiler it's gonna be very high on my list uh for my game of the generation list so <laughs> just keep that in mind 
But um, I mean, if like you did, if you've listened to this podcast long, you probably already knew that. You probably already know a decent chunk of our games. But yeah, um, that's all I've been playing. This I, I played like three or four hours straight today. Uh, so yeah, I, I plan on just hopefully trying to beat that throughout. I'm, I might. I don't know if I'll be able to beat it because I'm, I'm. I think I'm only halfway through the game at this point, the, the main campaign. But uh, that's it for me, Gables. What have you been playing, buddy? I have been playing Fire Pro Wrestling World. I am still knee-deep in it. I decided to finish up a lot of the matches inside of the league that I had created. So I am still playing as Kazuchiro Okada. I decided just to create this entire league from scratch. It's a little bit of iteration from last week. I created this entire league from scratch, right? And I got like all the other wrestlers that were available. Basically, the randomized fill everything out. Little did I know, by doing that, I decided to do a little bit of a calculation to see how many matches I would be. And it's like, okay, I did about 64 matches with this one character. And I cannot skip any of the other matches in regards to every other character. Like, I have to watch these matches. Oh, boy. And uh, 64 by 64, which roughly would be over a 1,000 matches. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I am probably going to keep on going with this thing up until I get the whole achievement things for like 500 and like 1,000 appearances and stuff like that. You're going for that platinum? I potentially could, but that's depending upon how difficult the mission mode is. Because the mission mode in this game... There are certain criteria which I don't understand to get like an S rank for. Like the highest that I've gotten is S rank for a couple of different missions. There is a couple of achievements. One for completing fish like fifty uh, missions. The other one for complete like just earning S rank in all of these missions. And there's like two so far out of the twelve that I have played that I've gotten A rank instead of S. So definitely finding a guide to see how that's going to work is going to be something but my main crux has been inside of the fighting road in terms of the junior heavyweight division so that's more of an element from the story mode stuff that i did from last week to where the whole introductory introductory period of like uh, that mode of itself i created the character i'm inside of this like uh, introductory thing for new japan pro wrestling and it's like you basically have these two mentors, which is like Jushin Thunder Liger and Kushida, both well-established light heavyweights. Well, actually, no. Established, like, junior, like, uh, wrestlers and stuff in New Japan for wrestling. You go through the whole process of training, learning stuff from them, and then that whole entire chapter arc, which, honestly, I'll just say this right now. This game would be a lot more palatable, and this first person mode would be a lot more palatable if not every single match you have to spend about 15 or 20 minutes in order to beat fucking just finishing up a match i mean i kid you not that's one of the drawbacks in this entire game where i've played match after match after match in this regards i have played probably well over 100 matches in this and that and the one consensus is from what i'm getting is you cannot really beat wrestlers in like five minutes or less it's usually going to be over eight or over ten minutes or whatsoever there's only been like maybe once or twice where i beat them just over five minutes and that's because i went through and made them submit multiple different times like i made them submit through like specific like submission holds but 
gameplay is still fine. The whole customization, the way you can design a character, the way you can actually edit moves, and definitely when you're able to edit like specific entrances and that, you can even make your own custom belts and stuff, which that's a welcome addition, you know? It's like, you can create your own specific type of wrestling federation or wrestling like territory. You can make your own championships, your own characters, your own types of like, I think storyline things as well. But in regards to this first person, in regards to this whole like uh, fighting road stuff, it makes it feel a lot more long-winded in regards to how long you're going to spend inside of this particular mode. Because there's basically three modes, right? Where it's like you have the heavyweight division, you have the junior division, and then it's like you have a continuation, I think, for like uh, a champion type of thing. So what I'm guessing is that the end of both the heavyweight and the junior heavyweight, it's like the end goal is getting those championships. I mean, that's obvious, in my honest opinion. But the way it's structured right now, it's like I have just about finished the third arc of this junior heavyweight stuff. I am almost 50 chapters in, and I'm like at 14%. Oh, and I'm thinking to myself, God. what the actual fuck? How long is this? And That's you know, too much. I've, I've actually like thought about it in my mind like a, a few different times this past week where it's like, I love this game. I love playing it. I love the amount of content and stuff. But the game drags on, especially for the matches stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong. The game is very fucking fun. There are a lot of elements that you can play and you can experiment with in this game. But every fucking match feels like <laughs> it's supposed to be this long, epic, drawn-out thing to where it's literally exhausting me in some aspects. Because yeah. here's the thing. I got hooked on it. I would wake up take the dog out to do his business, go through, play a little bit of the game or something like that before work. I'm looking at this thing right now where it's like, I'll stay on this junior heavyweight stuff. I want to see where this goes. But I got the feeling that I am not going to be keeping on this game for much too longer because I've already spent a lot of time playing this game. And I can kid you not, it feels like I am past the 30-hour mark. It definitely is a long 30 hour mark gables i can go look it up right now on my ps5 see how long i'm playing for if you want me to do that go ahead man all I right i'll be like right back i'm gonna do it <laughs> well audience listening at home tyler's checking his ps5 seeing how much time i've actually spent in this game for those watching right now hello everyone i'm your wrestling i'm your resident wrestling mark <laughs> sir colonel gables all right, I'm I'm booting up the PS5 right now. Got the hand dandy DualShock. Yep. Uh, let's Do see. this whole live reaction stuff. Yeah, you can't see it from the camera. You can't see if you obviously if you're audio listener. I am curious because the PS4 uh, does not keep track of time unless yeah, the that's, game file says so. Yeah, that's the that's the one cool and sad thing when I see my playtime for some of these fucking games, especially when I look at Madden. All right, I got I'm still not used to this fucking. I hate the goddamn. Fucking stupid ass goddamn <laughs> main menu. Uh, I, 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 I still like try to scroll through the PS5 like main hub like it, as if it's fucking PS4. Uh, five months later, right. all right. Gate bag now. If you don't want a bag? Just say no. You it says total play time thirty hours. What? Yeah, yeah. I was right. Yeah. If you also, if you want to know, uh, Destiny two two hundred fifty four hours. Dragon Ball <laughs> Fighters, 98 hours. Rocket League, 282 hours. What? Uh, let's see here. I did 
not know I spent that much time playing that game. Holy shit. I'm still scrolling. Let's see if uh, Handsome Collection, 42 hours. Legacy of the Duels, 103 hours. Gales, I looked up my time. That was like a 90-something hour, 80-something hour or something, hours, something like that. That's fucking crazy. I did not realize that. I mean, it's crazy how much time you play these games and don't realize it. Oh, oh my God. Pitter Pot, 15 hours. <laughs> yeah, I spent 15 hours and I completed that game. You got you got the Platinum right there and look 36 out of 36. <laughs> And I still say, man, it's like that was probably one of the worst experiences of playing that mm. during the last generation. But or Des- Destiny game, One, two hundred eighteen hours. Wow. Wow. wow! Ghost Recon Wildlands, one hundred five hours. Not surprised, right there. So obviously, listeners and watchers, when I play a game and I enjoy a game, I spend a long time playing that fucking game. <laughs> Yeah, but go. I'm very surprised that I guessed how many hours that I spent playing Fire Pro Wrestling World. Now, granted, the game is fun. The game can be good, but it's way too fucking long per match. Go Simulator, is, 33 hours. Dude, this is like... <laughs> this game in and of itself feels like a mobile experience to where you could play like maybe a couple of matches and you'll get a good solid, like, you'll get your fill. But if you try to play for long chunks like I have been doing, which is basically like maybe an hour or two, it feels like a long two hours sometimes. But then again, it's partially it's partially my fault because I had spent a lot of my time watching matches unfold because of the whole league stuff. Yeah. I went through I kid you not, sixty four matches because that's how many characters are available. With my one character that I've been playing as, Kazuchiro Okada, won every single one of them. The difficulty actually varies per what wrestler or some that you play against, but yeah. I don't know what I'm going to be doing with this game after this week. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I've been playing. Oh, very cool, Gables. Uh, I was scrolling through, trying, I was looking at some of your times here. Uh, it's very interesting. The one that hurts more than anything, it says Final Fantasy VII Remake less than one hour. That one personally hurt my feelings. Uh, but uh, That was the demo. You fucking son of a bitch. You played the demo? I didn't even play the demo. I bought the game sight on scene the day after it came out. That was the demo. You hurt my one. That's, that's a low blow there, Gables. Uh, you played the demo and then didn't play the game. That's nuts. That's nuts. Oh my god, dude. Sh- I have so many games that I can delve my time into. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you should you should play Final Fantasy Seven. I know. June tenth. Start it up. I'll start it up with you. I'll play PS five. And then you play you play you play it for the first time, I'll play it again on PS five. That's I just can't I, I just hope they get rid of all the bullshit. Like we're gonna lift this rock up that's secret like there's the the one the million million times as a secret loading screen. So um or here's this door that looks like it's from PS two. So, uh, yeah. But anyways, uh, Gables, we got this is going to be the end of this show, but we got a lot to do after this show. We are um, for people watching this live currently on Twitch or uh, if you're watching the, uh, the video version uh, or I guess it was more for people watching this live. 
Um, we're going to stop the stream as soon as this episode's done, but we'll be back in a few yep. minutes. And we're going to start a game of the generation thing. We're going over our top 25 games of last generation. So if people don't know, we did, a, we did a game of the decade where we covered 2010 to 2019. This is only going through, and we have rules. We did the game of the generation podcast very early on. I think it was like in the episode, like the 20s, which you can go back and look. I re-put them on the, our, our feed uh, a few years back. Um, if you want to hear, like, we, I think we just did a top 10, but this time we're doing a top 25. But the rules were last time that only DS, uh, Wii, 360, and PS3 games were allowed. And it had to come out before uh, launch day of the, uh, I think the PS4 came out first. So whatever that day was, it couldn't come out before, uh, after that. So we're doing the same thing this time around where it came out November, I think, 11th, or no, November 8th of last year is the cutoff of a game coming out. So there's games that came out on PS4, but also our Xbox one, but they also come out cross console. So those games are eligible for next generation, but not this generation, but also switch games, not allowed. If it's a Nintendo game that came out before or before March, uh, March 2nd, 2017, then it is allowed. It's a Wii U game. It's allowed 3ds games allowed, but breath of the wild, not allowed on this list. It's a cut. It's cut off the list. Um, so that's kind of, kind of way because you know Nintendo does their own thing and they're always kind of a they come out in the the new console comes out in the middle of that generation. So um, who knows what's gonna happen with the, this one with Nintendo? But God knows who knows. But uh, that's where we're doing it. So yeah, so this is our, our game of the generation for 3DS for Wii U, not counting Breath of the Wild, uh, PS PS4 and Xbox One games. So uh, yeah, uh, that's what's going on with us. Thank you guys so much for listening hope you guys enjoyed this show uh for those of you guys watching on twitch don't go away you're gonna have to just refresh in about five minutes and we'll be back doing our our uh our top 25 games of the of the generation oh also for audio listeners uh if you, if you listen to the show right now uh the way i'm gonna be doing it for audio listeners is um i'm gonna break it up to how, to how i don't know how many episodes it's gonna be but i'm gonna break it up over the course of a few probably two three episodes i'm assuming um, God, it just depends on how, how long it takes us to do this, these, the game of generation list. And those episodes will be coming out probably Wednesday night, Thursday morning for you guys. I'm going to break it up over the course of the month of March. Um, but for, uh, if you're watching this live on Twitch, uh, look at the full top 25 list right now. And same thing with YouTube. If you just want to watch the whole list, uh, you want to know what you don't want to wait for the whole month. You can just check it out. It's going to be all one, one shot. But if you're an audio listener, which is totally fine, uh, most, 99.8% of you are uh, audio listeners. Um, you guys can uh, just you know, wait and you want to listen to it throughout the month. Totally cool with us. Uh, and it'll be there for you. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I was hoping I was telling. And I have been Colonel Gables. Until next time, everyone, have yourself a fun week. Definitely play some fun games. But most importantly, thank you for listening to another fun build episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. And hey, Gables. Yeah. Too sweet. Sweet, man. Bye, guys. See ya.